This is the Wu Wei Wisdom Podcast, our weekly no-nonsense life lessons aimed to inspire you to master your emotional and spiritual health, achieve balance, harmony, and flow, and rediscover the authentic and awesome you. We're your hosts, David James Lees and Alexandra Lees. This episode comes from our YouTube teaching archives. This week, we are talking all about how we recover and move on positively from relationship heartbreak. When you desperately love someone and want to be with them, but they don't want to be with you, or your relationship ends and you just cannot let go of your partner emotionally or the dream of being with them. Or maybe you're just left with overwhelming, painful feelings of sadness, emptiness, and loneliness. In this teaching, we'll be talking about all of these issues and the emotional and spiritual life lessons that can be learned from relationship heartbreak. Okay, David, so when a relationship we're in breaks down, we are left with overwhelming feelings of sadness, anger, loneliness, emptiness, grief. There's so much going on. And these emotions really, really stop us from, I guess, regaining our inner balance and moving on positively with our life and possibly into other relationships. So first of all, I'd really like to almost look at why we have this emotional overwhelm, what's going on in our thinking and what we can do about it. So for a lot of people, one of the first things they struggle with when a relationship breaks down or someone they love doesn't love them is this idea of feeling rejected or unloved or unlovable. I think it's a good subject, Alex, because this life lesson will touch on many of the things we talk about in all of our videos. So you just mentioned one thing there, rejection. So that's not a feeling. The thought of rejection creates a feeling, but here's one of the principles of Wu Wei wisdom. You have to separate your emotions from the beliefs and the thoughts that created them. So when a relationship breaks down, what normally happens is your expectations are given a big jolt. You are hit what you expect in your future with this partner, how you see things moving on has suddenly changed. And of course, when our expectations change, that creates a very intense emotional feelings. Now, you've just highlighted one emotional feeling, rejection, sadness, grief, but it also could be anger. It could, could even be happiness if you want to get out of this relationship so this highlights what we talk about on all of our videos. Acknowledge the emotion. Please acknowledge the emotions. Those are real. Those are absolutely correct. But then go deeper and find out what is the thought. And then even deeper, what is the belief that is creating the emotion? Because if you do not do this, you get stuck on the carousel of despair. You get stuck on the carousel of rejection, for instance, 
and then you create a feeling of rejection, and then you look around for instances that prove you've been rejected, then it goes on and on and on and on, and you're stuck on the carousel. And I know we've done a long-form teaching on rejection, and I can put a link to that in the show notes. But briefly, to my mind, if we if we want to be with someone and we want to be in a relationship with them and they say no, they they basically say, I don't want to be with you, I don't, I don't, I don't love you. I, I, I think it's hard for a lot of people to to not feel like that person who's so important and meaningful for, for us has rejected us. But I would not see it as rejection. I would see it as they are telling you their choice. And here's where the life lesson is. Surely every human being should have the ability to choose how they want to live their life. Don't you want that ability? How about, for instance, if you did not choose to be with them, would you then choose to spend your life with someone that you did not want to be with? I think they're actually giving you the greatest service. If they're saying, my choice is, I do not want to spend my life with you. I do not share this future that you see of us together. I think they're giving you a great service because why would you want to be with someone? Please listen to this. Why would you want to be with someone who doesn't want to be with you? The first and spiritual relationship that you should gain and maintain is the relationship with yourself. If they do not choose to be with you, they are doing you the greatest favor. Please send them away with love. Let them be with someone that they want to be with because they are creating space. They are creating an energy that someone else can enter who does want to be with you. And that is the definition of a relationship. If you look at the word and we've done and look back in the catalog, we've done lots of videos on love and relationships. The word relationship, look at the key, the root of this word, the ability to relate. You want to be sharing your life with someone who can relate to you, not only verbally, but spiritually and emotionally. And you don't want to be with somebody who's not giving you everything. If you're giving everything to the relationship, surely it is reasonable to ask for someone else to give the same. And if they can't, then quite simply, you haven't got a relationship. I mean, David, you've just given us some really, really powerful life lessons there, both emotional and spiritual life lessons. And I think when we're in that moment, when we have the moment of clarity and we can tap into our authentic thinking, those teachings will really resonate to us and and they will They'll make complete and utter sense. They will seem like the authentic truth. And yet there is a part of our mind that still believes that if someone I love chooses not to be with me, that is a rejection. And more so, what it means is that they don't think I'm good enough. They don't love me. Therefore, I'm unlovable. Um, so there is a... There's, that part of our mind that really is that it uh, that insecure that self-doubting part of our mind still cannot take on board those life lessons those spiritual life lessons you've t- just talked about but that's the part of the mind that i would call the inner child that childlike part of your mind 
that still believes that they need codependency. They need someone outside of themselves to kind of support them and frank them and tell them that they're good enough, that they're worthy, that they can cope. And this is where the weakness lies. Because if you think about relationships, the relationship that you have to foster and work at that is the most important for you is your relationship with yourself. You have to be independent, not codependency, because once you put that responsibility onto someone else, you're giving them the power of your life. And this is why understanding there's a big difference between loving someone, that is you creating a feeling that you want to call love for someone or something, and being in a relationship. These are two totally different things. Because you can be in a relationship with someone, such as your doctor or your milkman or your colleague at work. You can be in a relationship with them. You don't have to love them. And you can love someone but can't hold a relationship. Mm -hmm. Think about this. You can still love someone but not be able to maintain a relationship. That doesn't mean to say you stop loving them. But you accept that you can't be in a relationship because a relationship is a joint affair. This is two people coming together. And what you're looking for is hopefully you create a feeling of love for them, a really powerful, profound feeling that hits at so many love songs and films and movies and, and poems have been written about. It's so intense. And you're hoping that they are doing the same for you. They are creating that similar feeling for you. But then you can create a relationship together. You can relate on every level, on every level, not only communication, that's very important, but also that you can relate on a spiritual level, that you're wanting the same thing, that your journey with that I call ye, your intention for your lives together are shared. And if they're not, it's like two horses pulling a carriage, but instead of pulling them in unity, in harmony, in balance, they are pulling against each other. And then that is not a relationship. doesn't matter how much you love them. It's not a relationship. I think, though, David, this, I mean, what you said about... Um accepting that you can't be in a relationship with someone but still loving them fully and openly and truthfully and authentically with all without kind of holding anything back or without compromising yourself i think most people would find that quite difficult because the first thing that comes to my mind is like well if i still allow myself to love that person in the way i want to and they don't want to be with me that is just going to create more heartache for me. That's just going to keep me connected to that person. And it's almost like if I love that person, I still have to hold on to the, the dream I had of being in that beautiful relationship that you've just described in terms of, you know, working together, growing together, respecting each other. I, a lot of people, you know, have that dream, that fairy tale, and that it's almost like 
they have to love someone, they have to also keep hold of that fairy tale. It's it's like they can't separate it out. Is it actually possible to separate it out? It is if you listen to our videos and think about the difference between an emotional feeling and who creates that emotional feeling. Because if you listen, if you roll back the tape for a moment and listen to what Alex said, what's happening there is the water is being muddied up between your emotions and your beliefs. I always like to use the flip. Flip it over. Just say, for instance, you're in a relationship and you've been in a long-term relationship many years and you are now fallen out of love with that partner. You are not creating that feeling of love for that partner. He or she still loves you. He or she still sees the projection that I talked about, but you don't. You see yourself going in a totally different way, living in another country, being with someone else, falling in love with someone else. Should you stay in that relationship to satisfy them? Ask yourself that. Would you then give up your life to keep them happy? Of course you wouldn't. It would be unfair for them. It would be unfair. You would be lying to them. Every time you spoke to them, every time you looked at them, you'd be lying to them. You see, this is why it's so important to create that separation, particularly about this subject. This is why I said at the beginning, this is a very important subject because this is where the confusion, the contamination of your emotions and your thoughts can get so entwined as you're not thinking clearly. If someone doesn't want to be with you, they should not be with you. They shouldn't because they are living a lie. You are living a lie. The relationship will break down because the relationship is not built on relating because relating means truth, honesty, and integrity. And if you haven't got a relationship built on those three principles, then you haven't got a relationship because then someone, you are either lying to them or they're lying to you or they're not acting in integrity, they're saying something and doing something else, or you're saying something and doing something else, that not only harms them, it harms the relationship, and it harms you. I can remember when I came out of university many, many years ago, and my first job was in the UK. We used to have an organization called Marriage Guidance. They've now changed the word, and they've changed it into a very interesting word. It's now called relate. You see what they've done? They've shortened the idea of relationships, and they've called it relate. And when I went for my first day, my mentor told me these things. And in those days, marriage guidance was normally about the man and the woman. I know we've changed now. But she said to me, David, you must always remember There are three energies in the counseling room. The energy of the one partner, the energy of the other partner, and the energy of the relationship. And if one of those partners do not want to maintain the energy of the relationship, then you haven't got it. And that's as simple as that. You can't create the energy of a relationship unless the two people want to come together and create that. If one is resident, if one pulls away, if one is lying, if one is not being truthful, you haven't got a relationship. You can can kick the ties out the pram, you can suck your thumb, you can cry, you can bellyache, you can do as much as you want to do and bring in the emotion. But if the other person 
is manipulated by your emotion, then you still haven't yeah. got a meaningful relationship. And I think I can kind of understand this idea of that. Often when we find ourselves in this situation, it's like that part of our mind, the inner child, our inner child just thinks, it's just not fair. This is not right. This is not the way it was meant to be. Yeah. You know, it could have been so good. It could have been so wonderful. Yeah. If only they could see what I see. Yeah. You know, if it wasn't for that other person messing our relationship up, the inner child holds on to this fairy tale of how things could have been or how things should be. But what the inner child doesn't do is what you've just said, which is recognize that being in a relationship with that person who doesn't want to be with you means the relationship is not authentic. There's manipulations going on. There's lies going on. There's a lack of truth, honesty, and integrity. And the inner child doesn't recognize that. The, own, the inner child just recognizes, I guess, the denial of this dream, this dream partner, this dream relationship, and it hooks only onto that. Well, that's why we call this series Life Lessons, because this is the part of the mind that I would call the inner child. You may call it your ego or your emotional mind or your subconscious mind. The inner child has this idealistic situation about how things should or ought to be. And it's also, it's always the way that they would want it to be, not what everybody else wants. They see things the way that they want it to be. And when the emotions get overwrought and overpowering, that's the inner child basically stamping the foot and saying, as Alex has just said quite rightly, it's not fair. And when a child says it's not fair, you know what the child is saying? It's not the way I want it to be. And there's the life lesson. Things in life will not always be the way that you want them to be. And I would want you to be independent and to have someone in your life that wants to be with you and you want to be with them, not built on a foundation of lies, cheating, mistalk, saying one thing, doing something else seeing behind their eyes that they hold a grudge, mm. seeing that they're not happy, seeing that they're looking for the next thing you do wrong and they jump on you, seeing that this brings in verbal abuse, emotional abuse, sometimes physical abuse. You deserve more than that. And if that means for a time being on your own, so be it. Be on your own and build that life that's right for you, where you respect yourself, where you love yourself, where you honor yourself, where you do the things that you want to do that makes your life meaningful for you, where you walk on that fresh snow I talk about. And then you'll see the law of attraction in its full majesty. Then you will start attracting other people into your life who have the same principles as you. But it starts with you. You are not and should not be codependent on other people. A relationship is something that you both enter into because you both want to be there, not one person over another person. That's not a relationship. That's a domination. You are domineering them. And normally what people use to domineer is their emotions. Mm. Okay, David. So I think one of the issues here is that Although we talked about this inner child fairy tale, there's a kind of another motivator that really keeps us stuck in these red light painful emotions. And that is 
our inner child fears because I think our inner child fears being alone. It fears that we're not going to be able to cope without this person in our life. It fears that we're never going to meet another person who's going to love us. It fears that we are not going to meet another person that we love as much as this person. So all of those kind of keep us on this carousel of emotions and stop us moving on. So that's exactly what I mean, Alex, when the inner child goes direct to their emotions. Everything that you said there was, I fear, I fear, I fear, I fear. And then the inner child is already on the carousel of despair, going round and around and around and around. That's where you've got to stop because it is now codependent. It is looking outside of itself for something or someone to come in and sort out their life. This is why this work really needs to be done. It's so important because by the law of attraction, if you do not sort this way of thinking, this mindset, this belief structure, whatever you want to call it, then guess the next person who you're going to attract. Mm -hmm. A very similar person because you're sending out those signals. So if you're in this position now, please take this opportunity right now. Sit down. I often say to my clients, it's like we're sitting on the edge of a cliff. You don't have to jump over the cliff. I know you believe that if you jump off this cliff, you're going to splatter on the ground hundreds of feet below. You're not. Sit on the cliff, gather your thoughts together, get to that correct teaching, and then you'll find that when you step off the cliff, you can fly. You can be independent. And you want someone along with you who can fly in harmony, who can fly with you, not somebody that's pulling you down, not somebody that's keeping you trapped, not somebody that's domineering, not somebody you have to constantly placate and keep happy and people please. You should be two independent people in a relationship flying together. And I think, David, do you, do you think that part of this is about having... Rather than our inner child being needy and fearful and relying on mm. the, that person, even if we do authentically love that individual so much, there, there is a heavy reliance going on here in terms of knowing we are good enough, knowing we can cope, knowing we can manage, knowing that we're okay. Our inner child is is kind of heavily relying on this person. And if we I guess through some inner child reparenting, and we've done lots of teachings on inner child reparenting, and I can put links to those as well below. If we, if we can teach the inner child within us to turn to us in terms of our adult self, our authentic self, that spiritual self that we call share, and if, if we can teach that sometimes fearful, sometimes uncertain, sometimes doubting, the daydreaming part of our mind to turn to us more for and for for us to have a relationship with us, for our inner child to have a relationship with the adult us, <clears throat> that will give us those stronger foundational roots to go to stand alone, but then to go ahead into any future relationships. Well, Alex, this is the difference on when I mean about being independent, looking toward yourself and your spirituality and being codependent, looking outside for someone else to do all these things for you when actually it's your responsibility 
And this is the life lesson. It is your responsibility. You are blessed to be living this beautiful life that you're living. Be accountable and take full responsibility for it. Thank you so much for listening to this week's Wu Wei Wisdom Life Lesson. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and please rate and review us to help us grow. If you'd like to work one-to-one with David, he supports clients all over the world every week via video call. You can learn more about David's consultations, plus our online events, offers, and gifts on our website, wuweiwisdom.com. You can also meet and share with us in our private Facebook group, on our YouTube channel, and on Instagram. Search for Wu Wei Wisdom and you'll find us. Until next time, stay happy, healthy, and in your flow.